disappointing loss I heard away at Penn State, which kind of hurt them, and then they lost both to Ohio State uh, last or two weekends ago, I believe. So, but it's kind of cool what they do with the Big Ten. They started that only three or four years ago. There's actually a Big Ten conference now for hockey. Yeah. Notre Dame recently rejoining, but that will do us for for the show. Make sure to tune in in half an hour from now, right here on the same station, 88.3 WCBN FM Ann Arbor, as we bring you Michigan hockey, hosting Michigan State. That'll do it for today, and as always, we wish you a good day and a go blue. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know? Stay away. Oh, I said, if Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. And Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. Thank you so much, Arwolf, for subbing for me last week. I really appreciate it. And for Teacher Patty for subbing for me the week before. So I'm back. So we've got some food news, food facts, and we've got some food. So go ahead and take some already. There are some appetizers there, and the food's coming later. Let's warm things up with some food. This is the Chicken Shack Boogie. It's 25 degrees outside Nan Arbor, and it says, according to Wikipedia, no, it's another W, Wonderground. Wikipedia, Wonder Weather, Wonder, Wonderland, Wonderground. It's 25 and feels like 25. This song was recorded 50 years ago in the fall. That was November 19th, 1947 in sunny Los Angeles. Was was when and where this song was recorded. Here's Chicken Shack Boogie by Amos Milburn. I'm looking for that place they call the Chicken Shack. They say it's fine as wine and it's really on a ball. No windows, no doors, it's just a hole in the wall. Chicken once more is a cinch. You can even get the last part that went over the fence. Yes, they say it's the place where all the bad cats meet. You be to be mighty careful when you take a seat.
lights coming through the wall. You better be mighty careful. Let's have a ball. Come on, all you fellas, and take a drink from my pack. Cause the party's ready to start down at the chicken shack. Thank you, Amos Milbourne with Chicken Shack Boogie. Mmm, my main course coming up soon. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. Want to let you in on some information about food-related events going on very soon in this very locale of Ann Arbor and perhaps a little bit of Ypsilanti as well. On this Saturday, there's going to be an event at Downtown Holman Garden, a little tutorial on how to bake Madeline cookies from local French cuisine guru Brigitte Romero, who also discusses the history of the cookie. That's at Downtown Home and Garden from 10 a.m. to 1 on Saturday. At Riverside Arts Center in Ypsilanti, the DIY Ipsy Holiday Market, officially pronounced Dipsy, don't you know, from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., featuring more than 80 area artists and crafters with paintings, jewelry, clothing, glass, soaps, baked goods, and more. Baked goods. I heard baked goods there. The DIY Ipsy, also known as Dipsy Market, will also continue on Sunday. And I'll get you a little more information on that. Is that correct? I better double-check on that. I'll make sure that's correct. It's done done that before. I, I better, before I say that, I'm going to take the words out of my mouth. Moving right along, on Sunday, if the weather permits, well, it will be a nice time to go for a hike in the Independence Lake County Park, a nature hike to learn some of the edible wild nut trees of the eastern hardwood forest and how to make hickory nut milk, a staple winter food of the Anishinaabe people, and you can do that over a fire, so that's quite appropriate. It's the Winter Hike for Wild Nuts at Independence Lake County Park this Sunday at 2 p.m. Far, far away, talking of food to keep you warm again in Naples. Naples is celebrating the UNESCO recognition it's getting for the art of pizza making. This is from the Associated Press out of Naples. The city of Naples, often in headlines because of its garbage woes and mafia violence. Wouldn't you love your city to be known for that? Yikes. It's celebrating international recognition of its tastier side. UNESCO today added the art of the Neapolitan pizza maker, or Piazzolo. Piazzolo, I can't do it. I'm Italian, but I can't do it. It added the, the art of the Neapolitan pizza maker to its list of intangible cultural heritage of humanity. Intangible pizza. Pizza making was one of dozens of traditional practices from around the world that got on the UN Cultural Organization's list of forms of expression that are of importance to humanity. Other winners this year were the ritual Kumbh Mela baths taken in India, Bosnian wood carving, and the Sega Tambor dance and song performances of Mauritius's Rodriguez Island. In Naples, pizza makers celebrated the victory and planned to give away free pizza next week at a massive street party. Let's all go to Naples. I'm there. Are you there? 
This is Pandora's Lunchbox. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And going to dispense some relationship advice for you. Here is Same Old Soup by Joe Tex, and soup will keep you warm, too. Bewildered. I'm bewildered by what I just did. Let's try this. If you're thinking about leaving someone who's given you the best years of their life, I beg you to stop. Think it over Are you really Really doing what's right You say you're tired Of the same old soup And you say you've warmed it For the last time Well just make sure The bowl of soup you get Is warmer than The bowl of soup you're leaving behind (laughs) You know, ever since I can remember I've been hearing the expression It's the same old soup just warmed over And I've always been curious as to what that meant I asked my grandmother Because I used to hear her say this to Mrs. Kitty The lady who lived next door to us Grandma would say, Miss Kitty, how's everything over there this evening? Miss Kitty would say, it's the same old soup, Miss Mary. Grandma never did tell me what it meant. She would always say, oh boy, go on somewhere and play. Well, I found out when I got grown that it means when two people are tired of snowing in each other's face after 10, 20, 30, 40, going on 50 some odd years, they finally get tired of each other. And if it's the woman who wants to leave, usually she stays only because of convenience. And if it's the man who wants to go, nine times out of ten he stays because he just ain't got nowhere else to go. But Mr. Man and Miss Lady, let me remind you of this. If you've been putting up with each other all these years, you might as well hang on in there. It ain't nothing out there in them streets Everything is gone, y'all So if you're thinking About leaving Someone who's given you The best years of their life Think about it, listen I beg you to stop Ooh, think it over You say you're tired of the same old soup And you say you've warmed it for the very last time Well, just make sure the bowl of soup you get Listen to me, is warmer than the bowl of soup you're leaving behind. There you go. That is Joe Tex and Same Old Soup. He does some other fine songs about food. I have to bring some of those in soon. 
songs about there's a song about berries. There's one uh, I can't remember. Now let's moving right along. But you know, I do have something for you that I was alluding to earlier. In fact, I can tell you now the Dipsy Holiday Market in Ypsilanti will be Saturday this Saturday from eleven to seven and Sunday from twelve to six at the Riverside Arts Center featuring eighty vendors and yes, food, which is why. We're talking about it. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's 6.42 o'clock in the evening at nighttime. And just to reiterate what we're up to this evening, at 7 o'clock, it's Face the Music with Arwolf. I believe all songs from years that end in 7. Is that correct? Here we go. Hi, Mike. Hi there. Um, I was just informed by our program director that actually the... um, at 7 o'clock, we're going to switch to um, running Face the Music online exclusively. Oh, okay. So you'll, if you're listening at 7 o'clock, you're going to suddenly hear a hockey game or 30 minutes of people talking about hockey prior to a hockey game. And if you want to hear Face the Music and a bunch of, of, a bunch of old records, carefully researched educational program, you can listen to it on WCBN.org. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. So at 7 o'clock, it's Face the Music on WCBN.org. At 7, it's Commentary and then Hockey with Michigan, Michigan State. And that's what we're doing. We're, we got we have two heads. We, we're moving two heads around at the same time. But speaking of same old soup we were talking about a moment ago, actually, it's just me. I'm the only one here. <laughs> it's strange, really. I feel like I, I'm talking to a bunch of people like you. It's good to see you. Hello. Now, if you were considering what kinds of bones you might want to put in that soup, have you considered mammoth bones? Because, you know, there are some mammoth bones around. And in fact, there was an excavation of mammoth bones by U of M paleontologists a couple of years ago. There's now been a second excavation found last week at a Chelsea area farm. Forty additional bones and bone fragments from an Ice Age mammoth were discovered. If additional studies substantiate preliminary findings, well, here's the finding. One of the mammoth bones from that first dig showed the animal to be more than 15,000 years old, according to U of M. That's why the second excavation was done. And if these preliminary findings are substantiated, then the bristle mammoth, as it's apparently called, would represent the earliest instance of human interaction with a mammoth in the eastern Great Lakes Basin. It has been determined the mammoth was a large male, about 45 years old, so midlife crisis. I just made that up. He's estimated to have lived between 11,700 and 15,000 years ago. There's also strong evidence that he was butchered by humans and the meat was stored in what was once a pond. Stored in a pond. Well, mammoths were around in the Ice Age, so that would have been cold storage, I suppose, It sort of reminds me of bog butter, which I read about not long ago. That's butter that was stored in a peat bog. There's a magazine called No Tech Magazine, which you can find on any non-newsstand, and it says the earliest discoveries are thought to come from the Middle Iron Age of this uh, bog butter. That's from 350 to 400 B.C. Peat bogs are, by nature, cold, wet places. Almost no oxygen circulates in the millennia-old buildup of plant material, which creates highly acidic conditions. And that is how you get something along the lines of bog butter. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's, it's 
Pandora's Lunchbox, that's what it is. We're looking here for some more food on the menu that you can have to warm you up. Actually, I think we're going to go to something a little liquefied here. A little bit of Amos Milbourne again. Going back to the 1940s. This one recorded, it's coming to me right now. Let me just uh, sidle up to the bar. Let's just hear what it sounds like, shall we? Since my baby's been gone, everything's lost. I'm on this kick and I can't get off. One scotch, one bourbon, one beer. One scotch, one bourbon, one beer. Please, Mr. Bartender, listen here. Ain't here for trouble, so have no fear. One scotch, one bourbon, one beer. My woman started me on this spree. I can't find her and she can't find me. She left this morning, said she wouldn't stay. She's been out all night and it's the break of day. One scotch. One bourbon, one beer One scotch, one bourbon, one beer Please, Mr. Bartender, listen here I ain't here for trouble, so I have no fear One scotch, one bourbon, one beer One scotch, one bourbon, one beer. That is Amos Milbourne. Milbourne, thank you. That's from 1953. Or if you look on the inside of this CD, it's one scotch, one bourbon, one beer with a G. Some misspellings are my favorite misspellings. While I looked it up, and there is such a thing as a bourgon, B-O-U-R-G-O-N, probably not pronounced that way, but that's actually a municipality in northwestern France. So one scotch, one municipality in northern France, one beer. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's 10 minutes to 7. I think I made part of that up. I think the beer part. 
So this is some. Um, this is rather. This is interesting. There is a new bee survey that's been conducted. It's the first complete bee census in Michigan conducted, led by Michigan State University scientists. And what did it do? It confirmed a new species and revealed that the actual number of bee species in Michigan exceeded earlier estimates. Identifying potential pollinators, including the 38 new bees recorded in the state, is crucial, says a press release from MSU, especially in the face of declining honeybee populations. The team scoured more than 100 years of bee records, including private and university collections at MSU, the University of Michigan, and the American Museum of Natural History. The team's dedication across Michigan's most scenic to the state's somewhat pedestrian locales led to the confirmation of a new species in Grand Rapids. The new species does not collect pollen or live in colonies, however. It did not read the memo. The larva that hatches grows enormous mandibles to dispense with its competition for food. This parasitic bee's presence in Michigan has been known actually since the early 1940s. However, only now, more than 70 years later, has the taxonomy of this species been identified and resolved. So, bees, bees everywhere. Let's warm up a little, shall we, to the music of this thought, to the thought of this music, some chicken rhythm. Anybody? Chicken rhythm. J-Lo. Chicken rhythm. J-Lo. Chicken rhythm, chicken rhythm, chicken rhythm, when that rooster starts to crow, grab your partner on your way, then you move out on the low, cause it won't be long for the break of day, chicken rhythm, Chicken rhythm going on up there for a
Chicken rhythm. Say hello, chicken rhythm. Chicken rhythm. I like that ending. That is Chicken Rhythm by Slim and Slam, also known as Slim Gaylord and Sam Stewart. Chicken Rhythm from a Columbia collection called The Groove Juice Special, that wonderful CD there. And a little bit of poignance here before we go. This is from Brian McVicker in M Live Today. Michigan's economic picture has brightened in recent years. The unemployment rate dropped, and fewer residents found themselves living under the poverty line. But census data released today show residents throughout the state are still struggling. Poverty rate estimates in about half of Michigan's communities increased between two five-year periods. That's 2008 to 2012 and 2012 to 2016. That includes places like Flint, Jackson, Lansing, Detroit, Muskegon, Bay City, and Ann Arbor, each of which saw a slight uptick in the poverty rate. Meanwhile, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, and Saginaw saw slight decreases. The most recent poverty rate for Ann Arbor was just over 23%. Nearly one in four Ann Arborites lives in poverty. In Ypsilanti, just over 31%. Detroit's poverty rate was 39%. So when you look at the food drives around you, it might be something to consider. Maybe people could use a little support, maybe some nourishment. So please consider these things. It's been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for a while. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to have the Michigan-Michigan State hockey game at 7 on your radio station, WCBN. Meanwhile, our Wolf's Face the Music will start at 7 at WCBN.org. Let's go out with some Amos Milbourne again. So many classic songs you did. Here is Bad, Bad Whiskey. Here's WCBN, FM, Ann Arbor, and so are you. Thank you for listening. And ended up all juiced on bad.
that singing exactly Amos Milburn. oh that was Amos Milburn a little a uh, little more of gradually paced approach than I'm, I'm accustomed to with Amos he could be a real uh, firecracker as it were well let's see uh, my name is R. Wolf and I'd like you to know that we're about to do something that's a bit unusual we've we've practically never do this on Thursday nights, but it's been happening here and there because we're seeking to accommodate members of the CBN Sports Department. And that is that um, we're just about to go to live coverage of a hockey game. They're going to talk about hockey for about a half hour, and then there's going to be a game, and they're going to narrate the game. What's uh, What we're offering you is a special opportunity to switch over and listen to Face the Music on the internet. You can listen online at wcbn.org. So uh, this is your chance to do that. And I'm going to uh, I'm g- give a legal station ID. So we'll do that transition. And then I'm going to introduce the first recording. I'm actually going to play a series of songs that are uh, four, four recordings made 100 years ago. So records from 1917 coming up momentarily on Face the Music on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Okay. So, um, in order to hear myself, I have to listen to what is going on over the air and I don't really want to do that so I'm going to uh, pretend that I'm hearing myself while I'm introducing this first selection Wilbur Sweatman was a an African-American clarinetist a vaudeville performer and band leader who was making jazz records uh, in 1916 before the first quote-unquote jazz record was even made by the original Dixieland Jazz Band. Um, He did make several records in 1917, and this is one of them. It's sort of a a 